Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. You need to say it's time. Stay calm. So I'm starting to realize something. Didn't really think about how to intro the podcast. <laughs> how about Nathan and Bex are back. We're back, baby. In the flesh. Feels good. How are you today, Rebecca? I'm doing okay. I'm kind of tired and there was a bug in my microphone. Yeah, it was one of those, uh, like this. We also called those stink bugs. I don't know if that's. It looks like what a little are. leaf. Yeah. And it stinks. And, and they it stink was when you squish it. In my microphone. It was like on top. It was like crammed in there, like hiding, like it was waiting for the right time to come out. It was. It was gross, nonetheless. And these are the conditions that I have to work under. It's ruthless in here. Let me just say that. Speaking of bat. ruthless, the weather. Yeah, you want to talk about that? Yeah, we had this like Arctic zone flash freeze ice rink thing going on I, last night. They said it was a snowpocalypse. Would you agree? Snowpocalypse? No, there wasn't a lot of snow. I'd say ice apocalypse. It. I just don't like. I don't like anything. Apocalypse. Well, I don't. I think. Apocalypse means it was huge. It was hugely dangerous. Yeah. But actually. the roads are okay today. I'm just really tired because it was a really stressful drive home last night. Speaking of stressful drives, so for the past week and like two days, I've been house sitting for my brother and sister in law. Yeah. Went, they went to California to escape the weather, go to uh, Disney World and whatnot, Sea World and all so, that. So house sitting is really <coughs> stressful? No. But. I had to go pick them up from the airport during the snow flurry, blizzard, if you will. Ice skating rink, road conditions. It was really stressful. And here's, here's the thing. So uh, I, I had the privilege of driving uh, a 2002 Ford Excursion, which is basically, it's a truck. So I was driving a truck. Not a big deal. Ice. Not really a problem. You got the you got the four well, I mean, four the by whole, four. The whole sliding thing. Yeah, but the, the truck is heavy enough; it didn't really slide too much. Okay. <clears throat> but so I'm driving through, and I'm kind of stressed in this big old truck, and I pass this uh, this Hyundai Sonata, this small small sedan, right? Mm-hmm. It's like black, maybe gray, and I'm like, wow! I bet they're really scared right now. I'm scared in this big truck. I passed them, and this girl is on her phone texting while driving in the like, during like the a ice apocalypse. Yes. yes, was she was she Snapchatting the road conditions? I <laughs> probably like oh man, I'm probably gonna die here because I did yeah, that no, at was, one point. Oh my gosh, I thought about it. And I was like, no, nah, that'd be irresponsible. I'm just. <laughs> I felt like I needed to warn the people. I'm not gonna do that. I was in a residential area yeah i was on the I mean, interstate i was on 635 yeah that's not advisable it wasn't i i was worried for her you know she might still be out there on the side of the road <laughs> <laughs> who knows as long as she got those uh snapchat followers though am i right so did you make it to the airport okay yeah made it to the airport uh picked them up at like uh 1 30 and then drove home got home at 3 a.m 
any sliding on the roads or anything? Not really. I saw one car. Honestly, for how bad the road conditions were, I didn't see a whole lot of cars on the side of the road. I did see one car kind of like as it was changing lanes, kind of like tail whipped a little bit, but he gained control. It was not a big deal. So I left work pretty late last night. And when I was leaving, I thought, well, this whole ice apocalypse thing is just starting. But by the time I got to my car, it was completely glazed over in ice. Yeah, it was rough. Like I couldn't like even quick. open my door. And then I tried to scrape the windows and I had to use like the point of my ice scraper. Mm-hmm. And I gave up really fast because I, I started with my front windshield and then I went to go do the back and I, I couldn't scrape it. And so I was like, you know what? I'm, all I need is my side mirror. So I scraped oh my, my I only scraped one side mirror and That's I quickly, dangerous. like I was on the interstate and I went to go switch lanes and I realized I didn't scrape the yeah. other side no mirror. No wonder it was a stressful <laughs> drive for you, Rebecca. I couldn't switch lanes because I was too afraid. I wouldn't see who was next to me. So I had to stay in the same <laughs> lane until like absolutely necessary. Oh my word. Yeah, no kidding. No wonder it was stressful for you. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What happened to your knee? Um, <clears throat> right. So let me just start off by saying this. I have not worn black pants, black jeans, for probably over are a decade. Are those jeans or are those like black like slacks? They are chinos. Those are chinos. Chinos. You have black chinos on. Right. We've had this discussion. Is it China or China? It's chinos. It's China, but you're wearing chinos. Mm, okay. Anyways, I'm wearing black pants chinos. for the first time in over first 10 years. First time ever? Okay. No, no, no. In like over 10 years, okay? When did you buy these? Uh, I bought them on Saturday, but I had to return them and get a smaller size. So, uh, yeah. Anyways. So you're losing weight. You know, You're it's, becoming a more no, no, tiny no, here's, man. <laughs> here's what happened. <laughs> All right. For those of you who don't know, you're men. You're a little guy. Here's a fashion advice for men. If you're from uh, Nathan, fashion advice from Nathan. Yeah, take it with a, a grain of salt. Um, if your pant legs are a little too wide, but the length is fine, just get a smaller waist size. I'm wearing 29 32s right now, and the 30 32s looked like I was wearing like straight fit jeans. But the 29s are pff, pff, stylish. Look at that. Minus the white spot on my knee. Yes, they're, they're slim. It looks like you like hit your knee up against your car or something. It looks like you have a big dust spot on your knee. Yeah, no, that's what I thought until I realized whenever I first noticed it that I hadn't actually been outside at all. Here's what happened. Um, I put on deodorant. Good. Yeah, and and now it's on my knee. So there's that. Okay. <laughs> And it won't come off. I've been rubbing okay, it for no, like no, an no, hour. No. How did you get deodorant on your knee? <laughs> I was doing uh, knee highs, you know, getting ready for the day. Just uh, doing yeah, some I don't stretches, that. touching my toes. And you who barely rolls out of bed in the morning was doing <laughs> knee highs. No. I, I uh, was cutting my toenails. <clears throat> okay. And I, Can you, you're going to need to I, describe how okay, this happened. So here's how I cut my toenails, right? I sit on the toilet. Lid down, both of them. That's important. And uh, I grabbed the. Uh, Hold on. Do you use your squatty potty to put your foot up on when you're trimming your toenails? No, I put. I, Pro I, tip: That's really useful, and you won't put your knee under your armpit. See, the way. thing is, I'm still young and flexible. I can just put my foot on the toilet seat that I'm sitting on. All right, and then I pull the trash can underneath my foot so that the toenails don't get everywhere. Uh-huh. Which my brother really could have used that pro tip. 
because his floor was gross. <laughs> toenails all over his bathroom yeah. floor. It was anyways. <clears throat> I'll rant about that some other day. So I'm clipping my toenails, and I'm reaching over my knee so that I can, you know, get maximum anglage, and uh, put my armpit on my knee. Apparently, I wasn't wearing a shirt at the time. So. Well, now you know. Yeah, put and a shirt on before you clip your toenails. Yeah, and you're stuck with deodorant on your knee all day. I'm, I'm kind of convinced. I don't know if it's going to wash off at this point. No. Nope. I'm just kind of in it. You might need to exchange those pants again. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> Take it back with those. Uh, I, don't I don't know, know what, what this is. is. It's just appeared there. Is there when I bought it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, speaking of, uh, speaking of clothes, mm-hmm. you've got a husband. Mm-hmm. Does he buy I have you one? Yeah, just one. That's fine. You're not Mormon. Uh, does he buy you dresses at all? Um, I mean, technically, the but, money came from him at one like point. But like, you pick them out. But no, he's never picked them out and bought them. I feel like that's kind of a girl thing. Like, if a girl's getting a dress, she should pick it out herself. That's what I always thought, and it's mainly for me, anyways. It was because I don't. You understand. pick out your own dresses. Well, yes, I pick out my own dresses. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't pick them out for anybody else because I don't understand the sizes. You also don't have anybody to pick All a right, dress but, out. You know, for. listen, we're talking in the past here. All right. <laughs> I have purchased a dress before, but it was it was hard. I spent like really tell me about I spent this. like five hours in the mall. No, we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about this story that I'm trying to transition into. <laughs> There's a uh, an old guy who wasn't old at one point. <clears throat> Throughout his how that marriage, I know. Throughout his marriage, 61 years, by the way, for anybody listening who's looking for the key to a lengthy marriage, this might be the, the answer you're looking for. Oh, so we should listen up. Right. He bought his wife over the span of their marriage, which they're still alive and married, by the way, 55,000 designer gowns. Whoa, 55,000? Mm-hmm. How could she even wear all of these gowns? Well, here's the thing. The reason why he bought so many was so that she'd never have to wear the same one twice. Still, 55,000 gowns. Are these like formal gowns or are these just dresses? Like designer, like they look like ball gowns. Okay, how many formal events do they have to go to that she's going to wear 55,000? Thousand. I, I feel like it was more of a, uh, I'm going to buy these just in case, you know? That being said, I don't know why you wouldn't like buy 10 just in case and then not buy any until she wore the full 10. Okay, so the only thing I'm getting from this story is the secret to a long marriage is lots of money mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the ability to waste your money. Yeah. Because how much <clears throat> money did he throw away by buying 55 thousand gowns well a lot he did say however that he purchased most of the gowns from sales and closeout oh i'm sure that helped so you know also because he bought so many at one point he did have a deal with sears uh okay he was buying these from sears no but he had a deal with them uh where whenever they would be changing the styles they would sell them to him at a very reasonable price. I'm sure. So yeah. I'm starting to doubt that these were great gowns. Like when you said designer, I'm thinking these are like top shelf here. 
What? But now what? I'm thinking okay. designers. So these are like name brand from Sears. What? I mean, Sears is great. When you're looking for like a lawnmower or a weed eater or some tools. Or nothing at this point because they don't really exist. Yeah. Uh, what is a designer? Like what qualifies a dress as being designer? Because isn't every dress designed by a designer? Sure. But I would say designer is somebody who specifically designs like that type of garment. Like a, like a, a specialty item. Kind yeah. Of. And it's got to be expensive. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, you could be a terrible designer, but just smack that big price tag on there. It's true. Yeah, and you've got a designer gown. Kanye does it with he shoes and does. white and t-shirts. They are not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 55000 So, in case anybody listening was uh, looking for a good way to make your marriage last, maybe, just maybe. A lot of disposable income. Yeah, um, which they have sold about 7000 and so they only have about 48000 dresses left to sale. But he said he's going to keep about 200 because those have special needs. Why are they selling all of them? Do they need the money? Imagine imagine this, right? You have 55,000 dresses and you are too old to wear half of them, over half. Might as well sell them. Get a little retirement. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's going to get money. I'm, what, he's, he's posting it on Craigslist like <laughs> in lots. Like 15 bucks for five dresses. Sears designer dresses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Nathan, I have a way for you to make some major disposable income. Mm -hmm. So someday when you get married, you can make this marriage last. Are you ready for this? Yes. This job is totally up your alley. Is it radio? No. Okay. So if radio doesn't work out for you, Mm -hmm. you can be a driver for the Wienermobile because they are currently hiring. The Oscar Mayer Wiener? Uh Uh-huh. Oh. Do you know the song? Yes, I do. Okay, let's hear it. No, nah, it's fine. What was your story? No, I think that's like one of the requirements. You have to be able to sing the song. Uh, well, you're the one telling the story, so you should sing it, right? No, no. You're the one who knows the song. I don't know if I know it. What if I just spell the name? Could you spell it while you're singing it? Uh, yes. Okay, go. I, no, I'm just saying I could. I'm not going to. <laughs> if you're going to be a hot dogger, you have to be able to spell it. Yes. Oh, While I see singing it. M-E-Y-A-R. While singing it. Can you can you do that singing it? Uh yeah. My baloney has a first name. Mm-hmm. It's O S C A R. My baloney has a second name. It's M E Y E R. I love to eat it every day, Rebecca. And if you ask me why, I'll say. Because Oscar Meyer has a way with B O L O G N A. It's true, they got great baloney and hot dogs, which, by the way, a hot dog is basically just a rolled up baloney. Kind of. They're all the More leftovers. More like ground up and packed into a hot dog a shape. Okay, there's some bad news here. What? Okay, so it doesn't just include driving the famous Wienermobile around the country. You actually have to have some degrees to be... To drive the Wienermobile? Not just one degree, okay. The applicant should have a degree in public relations. Wow. Ooh, I think you might have this one. Journalism. I I got like half that. Communications. Okay. And advertising or marketing. Wait, are we talking one or the other, or do you have to have a degree in every single one of these? They would prefer you to have most of these. Oh my gosh. The advertising or marketing sounds like that's an option. What? Like 
either or advertising or marketing. What is the salary for this? I don't know how much you would get paid, but for having all those degrees, you'd have to be able to pay all those student loans. That's what I'm thinking. You have to be your own traveling public relations firm, organization, (laughs) promotions, and pitching TV, radio, and print media. No, I think you can do this. Like, Can you just say, like, I work in radio. I am your next Oscar Mayer hot dog wienermobile driver rep. So... Okay. It does say that the salary is competitive. It just doesn't say what it is. <laughs> does it? And a company car. Yeah, it's the, the Wiener Mobile. <laughs> Can you imagine parking that in your driveway? <laughs> Driving that, that to the grocery store. Uh, yeah. It's 20 miles to the gallon. You have till January 31st to uh, submit your application online. Oh, I got plenty of time. I could get those degrees in no time. What? Does it say, like, what you got to do? I mean, I know you have to be all those things that you just mentioned, but, like, like is there a home base, or are you literally just, like, basically, is this, like, buying an Arby's, it, where you just own that? Yes, I think that's a really good description. You get this Wienermobile, and then you've got to be able to do, ev- like, you've got to be able to sell these hot dogs. So you're not only basically driving a large promotion, you are the company, Kind of at that point. You are the local representative of the company. Yes, but it looks like you get a new pair of black chinos and a red Oscar Mayer pullover to go with the whole job. A pullover? Well, sign me up. Except don't because I can't. I don't have the the degrees. I mean, but you're close. Yeah, I think you could do it. I mean, I don't know that there's any other better way to impress the ladies than by driving the Wienermobile. That's true, maybe. I tell you what, though. What I think ladies would probably enjoy more is if you just brought them Starbucks. Yes. Because... The ladies like Starbucks. That's true. Because, anyways. uh, (laughs) You mentioned Starbucks is delivering now. Okay. Yeah. Is okay. Hold on. They are delivering. Is this is this like a Foodsby thing? Like is this like a Uber Eats? No, this is actually Starbucks is the one doing the delivering. Okay. Okay, but it's only in a few states. Oh. They've they've done some testing. Now it's like officially in a few of the states: New York, Boston, Washington, Chicago, and Los Angeles. So not even really states. Cities. Not even states. It's in cities. Big cities. It's not in Kansas City right now. Which, you know, I don't even know why we're talking about it, but let's go on. So anyway, you can get your Starbucks delivered to you, but my question is, why would you? Um, Like, would your coffee still be hot by the time they got there? Yeah, I think so. Here, actually, you know what? It would be preferable. (gasps) You know what? You're right. Because think about it. Whenever you grab coffee or you drink tea, you don't drink it immediately. You're like, I'm going to put it in my mug. I'm going to set it in my cup holder. And by the time I get to work, it's going to be the perfect temperature to drink. Right, because it is scolding hot when Mm -hmm. it comes out. Yeah. Do you know who drinks it right away? Is it your husband? Yes. I, dude. I don't know if he's got like a calloused mouth or what, but. He does now. He just, it doesn't affect him. Like he pours a cup of coffee and then he starts drinking it. I've noticed that. 
actually. And it, I have to wait like 15 minutes. I always feel bad because <laughs> he'll pour me a cup and he'll pour himself a cup. And he's like, mm, what do you think about it? And I'm like, dude, I, I haven't drank it yet. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's still hot. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I can't like even put my mouth towards it without my glasses fogging. can't drink lava. Yeah. Uh, apparently he's a volcano. So, <laughs> so make, makes sense with the red hair and all. But yeah. And then like two, five minutes later, he comes back. He's like, so you, tr- you try it yet? And I'm like, not yet, dude. Yeah, Listen, still, still lava. It's still a flaming cup of lava right now. Give me about 10 more minutes. But I am the kind that once it reaches that, mm, mm, that perfect temperature, it's gone. I chug it immediately, and then I run to the bathroom. Yeah, because it makes you need to go to the bathroom. A lot. Wait, aren't we supposed to not talk about bathroom stuff? I don't know, man. You want to talk about bathroom stuff? I love talking about bathroom stuff. All right. Okay, so we have a limited time because we love talking about bathroom stuff so much. If we could, it would be the entire show. The poo cast. The poo cast. Yeah. Okay, so we're limited. Rebecca, like was that you? Fart sound was that you? Oh my god! So we're gosh. limited until the music shuts off. We can only talk about bathroom stuff until you got a minute until and a the half. music. Okay, here we go. So did you know that the average person visits the toilet twenty five hundred times a year? Twenty five hundred. That breaks down to six to eight times a day. <clears throat> is this is pee and poop, one and two, right? Yep. This is. All of the above. What about random visits to wash your hands? No, that doesn't count. Okay. How often are you randomly going to wash your hands? Just whenever I think about it. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca, that is gross. That is. Okay. Anyway, so that adds up to three years. You know, Nathan. Three years in the bathroom? Yeah. That's fine. We've been friends for about three years. (laughs) That's true. Um... Six to eight times a day is underestimating how many times you go to the bathroom. Okay. A day. Okay. Every time we sit down to have a conversation, like I'm surprised you haven't just left the show to go to the bathroom right now. Would it surprise you to say I'm holding it in right now? Nope. <laughs> All right. So then a massive 75% of people use their mobile phones on the toilet, including texting, phoning, surfing the web, and shopping. You say phoning like a phone call? Like making a phone call. That is weird. Do you ever make a phone call? Not on purpose. All right. Wash your hands. Are we done? Dry them off. We can't talk about poop anymore? What's next on the agenda? Poop talk is done. The bathroom break? Over. The show is back on. Have you heard this story about a, a bachelor party? Bachelor party going on. In Vermont. I bet those go on in Vermont a lot. You know, probably around the, about as many times as people get married, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, give or take one or two. Anyways, there was, a, there was a bachelor party going on in Vermont. And uh, the, the best man was sending out an email to all the attendees. Speaking of which, who sends emails to invite somebody to a bachelor party? Just text your guys. You know what I'm saying? Um... It's got to well, be that formal. Okay, but there's got to be a lot of information in it. So, like, if you do an email just invite, do a fa- just do a Facebook group. Like that's what we do with like my kids and stuff. When they had birthday parties, we would send email invites. I'm just saying because it's... not everybody's on Facebook. Okay, okay. It's a bachelor party, so they're probably in their mid twenties. 
Right. What mid-20 male doesn't have a Facebook? There's a lot of people that don't have Facebooks, especially like the younger generation. I hesitate to say younger. I'm thinking exactly what you said, early 20s and younger, because with parents kind of dominating the oh, Facebook world, they're going less. to Instagram and Snapchat. That might be not true. not so much Facebook. That's true. I don't post on Facebook. No, you don't. You don't post on like any of your social media. I have not made a Facebook status update. Just a little bunny trail for a moment. I have not made a Facebook status update since 2017. Yeah. Speaking speaking of Facebook, you can connect with Nathan and Bex on the Nathan and Bex show Facebook page. And we will post on there occasionally. Yes. It'll probably be the majority of Rebecca. Occasionally. And you can ask us questions and make suggestions and oh. fun stuff like that. It's going to be a, a, a little party. But, you know. Anyways, okay. <clears throat> so this bachelor party. Right. Bunny trail over, back on track. They email send an invite. email to all of the attendees. And uh, they accidentally sent an email to the wrong guy. Just one. They sent it to a man who goes by the name of Will in Arizona. That's a common name. Yeah, you know, there's it's a lot of wills mistake. in yeah. Arizona. Easy, easy mistake. And so he uh, he sends a reply and was like, "I don't know who you're trying to send this to. I don't know who you are. I don't know any details, but I just want to let you know, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Wait, he's in to go to this party with these people that he doesn't know. Yeah, and okay. so they sent him an email back and were like, "We don't know who you are. <laughs> we don't know how we accidentally send this email to you, but we just want to let you know." You better be coming because we are oh all excited gosh, about this. Gosh, this freaks me out so much. This is what I love about the future. Stuff like this happens. And get this, because you know, you got airfare and all that, travel expenses, and it's like, that's not realistic. So uh, they all start getting together and they're like, how are we going to make this happen? And somebody's like, just make a GoFundMe. So he's like, all right, make a GoFundMe for the price of the plane ticket, 750 bucks. Just throw that out there. You know, they post it on the internet and whatnot. $4,375 is what he raised. That's like first class. So he gets the airfare. He flies there, goes to pick up his rental car, which, by the way, had been switched without his knowing into a Maserati. Oh, my god! And gosh. it was filled with a few bevs in the back for him to take to the party. Like Cokes and yeah, yeah, bottled Cokes. water. Uh, you know, maybe stuff. like some LaCroix or something like Oof. that. Uh, you know, nothing crazy, but uh, it was actually ruined the party whenever he showed up with that. And so he had to go back to uh, Arizona. But yeah. And so he made it. And then he was like, you know what, guys, uh, any extra money is just going to the bride and the groom. Uh, well, that was nice how of crazy him. Was that? They went skiing. OK, but this could have gone so wrong. Like, OK, he could have been cool, murdered. cool. This went well. But what if he was like super annoying or creepy or... Yeah, you creepy. Know, I I feel like at that point it's a risk you got to take. Plus, with with guys, and I'm sure if it was an all girl party, it would kind of be the same. But with guys, you you don't have to be as careful. As are as you sad sure? As a, yes. Are you sure about that? Yes. I know you're being sarcastic. Uh huh. Yes, because if this dude is a creep, he's joining a party with like five other dudes. They're gonna be like, uh, yeah, no, never mind. Uh, go back. Yeah, but what if Shoot. they can't get rid of him? They could get rid of him. Or what if he's like on the edge of creepy and they don't want to hurt his feelings, but he's super annoying. Well, they went skiing, so there could be like some tragic skiing accident. 
Okay. And then that's suddenly not... Will is no longer part of the party. He's no longer that's part of the bachelor family. Because there was a GoFundMe. No... People want to know what happened. Yeah. Well, you know, then the money gets donated to the bride and the groom and they go off on a second honeymoon and it's just this whole ordeal. But uh, yeah, so that was, that was fun. They went to a... There was fireworks, a heavy metal concert, skiing. I mean, this sounds like a good it bachelor party. It sounds like party. a great time. Yeah. I got married really young. I don't even remember that I had, like, a bachelorette party. I've never been part of a bachelor party where it was like, we're going out for the weekend, we're going to be doing this, and then we're doing that, and it's going to be totally gnarly, dog. I don't know anybody who talks like that, so that might Neither be like, do I. yeah, but um, have something to do with might it. have something to do with it. Like the the craziest thing I think I've ever done for like a bachelor party was we went to like a power play, which was like a Dave and Buster's pretty much, and that was fun for like an adult bachelor party. Yeah, and it was fun. You know, you take a bunch of dudes and go to an arcade, you're gonna have a good time. But uh, yeah, and then you know there was a uh, another bachelor party where we just hung out in the dude's basement, got. Chinese takeout and played video games all night and that was fun too. So that was an adult bachelor party as well? Yes. What is your definition? Why are you looking at me like that? All of your friends get married when they were like 15? Not all of them. (laughs) Just a few. Just a couple. All right. Just those two specifically. (laughs) (laughs) My husband took his entire wedding party uh, golfing. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, would that be expensive? Yeah, I don't know that he... I think he probably made them, like, each pay for their own golf. Because we were so young when we got married. And I know, like, we didn't spend very much on our wedding. But I think I just had, like, some some of the girls stayed the night, the night before my wedding. And that's probably it. And I didn't want them to. (laughs) Like, I like being alone. Hold on. Are they going to (laughs) be listening to this and be like, Rebecca? Um, oh, they might, but anybody who's my friend knows that I like my alone time. <laughs> so, okay, wouldn't that have been depressing though? And in, in retrospect, if you were just like the night before your wedding and you're just sitting there at your house alone, like nobody texts you or anything, you're no, just like, I actually look back and uh, I was like, that was the last time I could have ever been alone. And that's I didn't not take true. It. <laughs> that's not true. Okay. You're ridiculous. I, I just really like my alone time. I lock myself in the bathroom to get alone time. Like my entire family thought forever I had major intestinal issues. Which you probably do. It's I it's not out of the question. However, the main reason is because I want to be alone. And like I'll text people. I'm cool with that. Just don't have an actual conversation with me. That is You know what? No, I get that. Okay. I do. Because are you just kidding? Or are you no, no, no. Really I do it? because there are times, especially more recently, where I will just go down and sit on the pot. You know? That's because you have a new squatting potty and it's uh, really fun to use. Okay, that's part of it. <laughs> oh, wait. We're not supposed to talk about bathroom yeah, stuff. get over okay. it. <clears throat> Sorry. But I'm just saying, you know, sometimes I will go. And, you know, at the end of the day, I usually just go into my room and play video games. But I'm talking with people whenever I do that, so... But you it's know. still different than like talking face to face. Yeah, for sure, it's different. Okay. Awesome. Okay. 
So uh, <laughs> how do we uh, how do we get back on track from that? <laughs> okay, so we were talking about creepers, right? And I oh. kind of have a question about that. Okay, okay, and then I got a story that kind of has to do with creepers, but not not really. So, anyways. Okay, so I I've got this issue. Mm-hmm. I've got this creeper. Okay, first of all, yeah, the Nathan and Beck's podcast isn't my only gig. What? Yeah. There's another show? So there is. Rebecca. I'm sorry. You're killing me. They pay me more. They pay me. You know, that's fair, actually. So. Are they hiring? No. Oh. So, so I am on air every day talking to the people of Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people like to respond back and have a conversation. But here's the thing. They know a lot more about me than I know about them. And so sometimes people want to talk to me and I love to talk to people and I love to interact with people that listen. But sometimes they take it too far. How, wait, do I want to ask how so? So I have one specific example and I need to know what what I should do about it. Okay. So, So it was this guy who contacted me through Twitter and he was like, Hey, am I bothering you? And I was Just like... Just right off the bat. Yeah. He's like, hey, am I bothering you? And I was like, no, you've only sent me one text. And that was like a couple weeks ago. You're cool. And so then he was like, hey, can we like have a conversation? And it's like at that moment, I was like, okay, something's weird here. Why does he want it? Why is he asking me? If he can have a conversation, you know what? I should just read his messages. Did, did to he, you. was he asking for a conversation in person? Like, was he asking you on a date? <laughs> it wasn't specific, but it gave me the idea of like, okay. Sometimes when people send me messages, we have a quick like exchange, right? Of just a back conversation. and forth, yeah. You know? And it's cool when we can talk about like maybe something I talked about, and they'll be like, "Hey, this was really funny," or "What do you think about this?" Or people know that I love animals, so they'll send me like cute animal videos, and I'll be like, "Oh my gosh, that was awesome!" Or I have this adorable dog named Elvis, and they'll talk to me about Elvis. That's all cool. This one got weird. Just stop me when this get when you think that he's crossed the line. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> all right. I'm sorry if I'm too forward. I'll Stop. leave you alone. Okay, so right there, right there was the line. <laughs> no. The very first message. Yeah. Whenever he started the conversation with "I'm sorry," that's that's a that's a bad that's a bad start. Guys, if you're listening, don't start a gosh dang conversation with "I'm sorry." You're immediately degrading yourself. Anyways. Okay, so I said, continue. considering this is your second message to me, I think you're fine. I guess that was a mistake. Because I invited him to continue talking. He said, thanks. I won't bother you, but thanks for talking to me. And I want to eat pizza with you guys in the okay. Northland. Okay, hold on. Uh, he, okay, we, have, wait, we have meet and greets uh, for the show. Okay, I may on. have jumped the gun there. Okay. As you said, you guys. Yeah, so he wants to, to eat pizza with me and let me, my other co-host. <clears throat> okay, but let me just say real quick. The you guys, mm-hmm. 90% sure that was a... I want to have pizza with you. And others will be there. Guys, because I don't want to sound like I'm asking you on a date. Right. Sure, but we cannot confirm that. So I said, yes, you'll have to be there. He said, thanks. I will if you don't mind. I love listening to you. I mean you three. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. I'm telling that right. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna have to no, start no, telling no. you what time these were texted to. This was at 11:42 at night. The line has already been crossed. Okay, well, he's running for, I don't know, another finish line or something because he keeps going. He's going for the second lap. 11.46. I'm so glad you are back, by the way. I (sighs) missed you when you left. Didn't know what happened. I don't know when I was gone. Uh, You went on vacation for like a week or a day? Yeah, but we all, like the entire show was on vacation for like a week or like a day. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe he went on vacation. Maybe there was one day I was gone, but really? Maybe he was just talking about the weekend. Maybe. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Okay, so then 11.49. Here comes another one. Sorry to bother you, but if you want to talk sometime, let me know. Please, explanation mark, nothing bad. Good night. That, like, at that point, I'm like, he's going to murder me. Yeah, no, and the the good night, I feel like, really sells it. Um, (laughs) I, okay. Before I talk about this guy just a word of advice i think i think this would be a good a good thing to to incorporate into your business conversations and i will do the same if somebody's texting you about work unless it's another coworker, don't reply during not work hours no, but I like to talk to people like all the time and like Right, but this dude like, is texting I you at eleven love... PM. This guy is laying in bed. Uh-huh. Okay. And he's like he's laying in bed, he's got his pillow propped up, mm-hmm. and he's like, I wanna eat pizza with you. You guys, you guys, I wanna eat pizza with you guys. Yeah, well I text people when I'm going to the bathroom, so I mean Okay, but that's different. Okay, so it, you're not it continues. At- so I didn't respond. He says, see, that's my problem. I talk too much. Sorry, explanation mark, explanation mark, explanation mark. Can we talk tomorrow sometime? Okay, 1219. Can I ask you a question? 1229. See, that's what I'm saying. Talk too much and friends leave because I don't stop talking. 12.46. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. 1.29 a.m. I know you're making fun of me for being so dumb, but thanks. I hope you will talk to me anyway Wednesday. Question mark. I'm going to uh, die, aren't I? <laughs> like, this is it. This is where it ends. You know, gosh, dude. I, I, okay, but here's my question. Do I respond to him? Do I, like, tell him what proper etiquette is? Because maybe he doesn't know. Maybe I tell him, hey, like, maybe some it, back and forth conversation's fine, but you, you've you gone on too much? Or do I just ignore him and infuriate him, and then he murders me at the next pizza get-together I have? I would say that he probably actually doesn't know how to have a conversation, and that's why he keeps apologizing, apologizing and stuff. But... But from personal experience, because I had... Because you sent messages like this before. Yeah, no, they're the newest. No, 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 no. But I have had a, a friend in the past, an acquaintance, who would do the exact same thing. He would be like, hey, man, what's up? Sorry if I'm bothering you. I'm like, dude, you're not bothering me. And he's like, okay, yeah. So what's going on? Sorry. I'm like, stop apologizing. Are you from Canada? Why are you apologizing so much? Do Canadians Every- apologize all the time? That's what I'm told. Okay. Anyways, that's the that's general consensus. It's the stereotype. But uh, he would always apologize. Like every other message, he would apologize. And I'd be like, dude, listen, if you want to keep talking, stop apologizing. And it was like a multiple time per week occurrence. And eventually I just stopped talking to him because I was like, dude, 
you have to stop apologizing. And he was like, okay, sorry. And I'm like, no, you <laughs> stop. Okay, 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 I'm sorry. I won't say I'm sorry anymore, okay? Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. I know I said sorry too many times there. I, I do that a lot. Like, I, and, and it, I, so part of me is like, you know what? Yeah, just go ex- ahead and explain to this guy. Give him the etiquette yeah, breakdown. Yeah, and be like, hey, listen. This you is know. how people do it correctly. Right, so for future reference. But from my past experience, he's still not going to get it. But do you think he's gonna murder me? Like, if I completely ignore him, is he gonna? Is it gonna infuriate him? Like, I feel like I have to be so careful in how I communicate with, with men in general. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, let's be honest. There are some pretty creepy messages that you get without going into uh, specifics. Being a girl sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I mean, I'm sure guys get there, weird there's messages There's some major too, downsides. Like, yeah, guys are weird. Listen, if you're a guy and you're listening, don't... Don't be a dirtbag and don't be a creeper. Don't be a creep. Listen, if you like the sound of a girl's voice, that's fine. But if she's married, dude... Even if she's not married, there's, that's true. there is etiquette. That's there's true. etiquette. If, if you want any chance of ever getting to meet this person and having some sort of a friendship... You've got to be calculated on your responses and don't apologize and don't overwhelm her and ask if you can talk in a long conversation the next day. We should just start. We should start a relationship (laughs) advice podcast. That's what this should be. I don't know. I feel like we were better at like the poop cast. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be half and half. We talk about poop and then we talk about relationships and we talk about relationship poop. Okay. I feel like that's what everybody really wants to hear anyway. Relationship poop. Or just poop no, in relationships? No, alone. Keep them separate. Yeah. Relationships and poop. The number two and the who's with who. That's what oh we could call it. Oh my gosh. That is fantastic. Okay. Forget the Nathan and Bex show. <laughs> Scratch it. We're it's starting over. over. Yeah. The number two and who's with who? I like it. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Sure. Um, have you ever created something like that wasn't real to try to fool somebody? Uh, like creating a lie? I mean, a lie could count. Are we talking about like an imagination thing or actually creating something that isn't real? Have you ever told somebody a story that wasn't real? Oh, yeah. We're not just talking about like when your mom's like, did you put on your deodorant? And you were like, no. Have you created like a story that wasn't real and then you had to like try to keep up with that story? Um, yes, kind of. Um, not, not to the extent where it's like lying and then building on a lie and building on a lie. But, you know, I, I mean, even now, like if somebody, uh, if somebody brings something up, I'll just make up something to go along with that until they no longer believe it, you know, until it gets so ridiculous or whatever that they no longer believe it, which That's you do a that good idea. You do it enough times and people start catching on pretty quickly uh-huh. that you've never skydove or whatever, you know, so, or you've gone skydiving, but never been on an airplane or, you know, whatever you happen to make up. Have you ever been point. on an airplane? No. Have you ever been on a cruise? No. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. Huh. Yeah. Huh. 
You, you should you should try an airplane sometime. You and Jay West should uh should go on a cruise. Well, we're thinking about it. You know who else is thinking about it? Who? My parents again. They go on cruises regularly. Yeah, they are quite the uh, the cruisers. I need to uh, get with your parents and talk about cruising, which makes me feel really not old <laughs> because I'm not saying your parents are old. They're pretty old. I'm just saying if I'm getting together with your parents to talk about cruises, I feel like I'm officially middle age. You know, I I thought about that the other day because after church, um, my parents go on cruises a lot with my brother-in-law's parents. Uh Uh-huh. And so they were talking about it, and they're all around the same age. Uh, My parents are a little bit older by like 10 to 5 years. But uh, I was sitting there listening to him, and I was like, oh, man, I should let Rebecca and Jay West know in case they want to go on a cruise with my parents. And oh I was my like, gosh. is that weird that I'd be like, all the old people are going on a cruise. Do you want to go with them? See, you got kids the same age. Here's the thing. I don't work well with adults. I think you work fine with adults. I tolerate it. I don't know <laughs> how to. Like... Like if you, my husband was a youth pastor, and so all I've ever worked with is teens, and and I've been doing that since I was a teen. Like literally, I was nineteen when I got married. We started working with teens, and I never officially transitioned to adults. Since you left teenhood, you've been hanging working with teens. teens. So I I never actually transitioned. That explains why we're friends. Yeah, that and the poop. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. It's hard to find people to talk about poop these days. Uh-huh. Anyways, it's not the like bathroom break. Like good, solid break. conversation. Shh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Uh, changing the channel from channel two to something else. Was that another channel poop four. reference? Yeah. Okay. Two. Okay, okay um, so anyway, my point of asking you about have you ever... Oh, yeah, we were going... Yeah, yeah, told a story that wasn't true. So there's this guy in Scotland who has this ancient stone circle. Like, you've seen, like, Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. Henge. Henge. Yeah, like a door henge. Stonehenge. Yeah. Yeah, I guess hedge wouldn't make sense, because that's, like, like That bushes. would just be one stone big stone hedge. wall. That'd be like you the know, Wall of China. I don't know that I ever, ever actually knew that. Did you know? Stonehenge. Speaking of the Wall of China. I I've always thought it was Stonehenge. Did you know you could see space from the Wall of China? No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Or like the stars, you can look up and you can see it from anywhere, right? Is that where you... Okay. Anyway, but hedge like made sense because like Stonehenge is in the shape of like a hedge, like a bush Get would on be with it. trimmed. And so I'm, I'm thinking that that made sense. So the Scottish guy made a Stonehenge. So, no, hold on. I'm just learning that it's Stonehenge. You always thought it was Stonehenge? I always did. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Crazy. So anyway, this dude in Scotland created this ancient stone circle. He created it. He, okay. However, he told archaeologists, like, hey, come check this out. This ancient stone circle's been here since before I ever came here. See, like, see how old it is. And so, like a new discovery. Yeah. So Ooh. the archaeologists come out and they're, and they're like, dude, you're right. This is super old. Like, this is 
3,500, 4,500 years ago. Whoa. Yeah. They were like, it's, this is really difficult to date, but I mean, <laughs> you've got something here. Okay, so then there's this little problem because this dude who made up the story hasn't always lived on this property. We're, but In the 90s, somebody else lived there and this stone circle did not exist. <laughs> and so the, this previous property owner hears the story and he's like, guys, no. This was never there. <laughs> this dude created this. So this guy fooled the archaeologist into believing oh that he's got this ancient stone circle. It was very small in scale, which was very unusual, which is a, a huge reason why they were confused on the timing of it, because it was smaller than, yeah, ancient you know, people were kind of go big or go home. typical stone circle. Right. You know, we've all seen them before. Yeah. Kind of like stone hinge. Hinge. Yeah. Anyway, so it got debunked. He's Darn a liar. Here's my question. What happens to those, uh, the people who dated it? You know, do they like lose their license or anything for that? Or are they like, ooh, another miss? But there's got to be like a formal way of testing. And so I'm going to say okay. because these were actual stones, it wasn't like he created them out of paper mache or anything, that the test probably came back that these were old stones. I don't know. I mean, every I mean, stone is old, I feel like. Uh, I thought they'd have to test, like, how it was settled in the ground and right, stuff. Right, unless he was just really good at, like, digging, you know, and kind of, like, dug them halfway in, made them lean a little bit or whatever, like the uh, those heads on Easter Island. My question is, why would you go to the effort? It's good on the news. Really? No, you know what, though? I could see, uh, I could see, like, a... Uh, 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 a professor doing this to prove that modern dating methods are inaccurate. Okay, I could see that as well. This was not the case. Well, no, he's su he was successful if that's what he was doing. How do you know that's not what he was doing? Because it didn't say it in the article. But uh, okay, so maybe where was the article? Maybe maybe they were leaving that part out. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, you know, even if that wasn't his intention, it could still be used against modern dating methods, which <clears throat> are inaccurate a lot of the time. The Aberdeenshire Council said that while the truth is disappointing, the monument is a fantastic location. <laughs> and he hopes people continue to enjoy it. So if you want to get some good Insta pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you have a picture of it? Can I see it? Yeah. You can go to this dude's property. Wow, that does look get, old. Get some good Insta pictures. It's also in Scotland. Everything in Scotland looks old. That's also true. <laughs> yeah. I can post this article on our Facebook page. Yeah, man. You guys can go check it out. That's uh, Listen, props to that guy for making it for, look realistic. For wasting his time. For making it look realistic. Putting rocks in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So uh, going back a little bit, you had mentioned um, your potential stalker. Potential stalker? Potential stalker. I told the kids to lock the door before I left the house today. Did you really? Yeah. I was like, hey, just. Oh, my gosh. You're putting your family in danger. Be aware. Well. No, I'm 
making sure they're safe by telling them to lock the door. South Korea might have the solution. Oh, really? For protecting you South and Korea your kids. South Korea is going to answer my questions. Yes. Okay. Not North. They have different answers that aren't as effective. Right. Uh, depending on who you ask. South Korea, there is a uh, a company there that's got this great, let me say great, business plan. All right? Because bullying is a big thing in there, South Korea, apparently. It's a big thing everywhere. Uh, true. And they're like, how can we combat this? Right? Mm-hmm. You can, you know, tell the parents of the other kid, but if you're some, like, scrawny-looking dude in a sweater vest, and you're like, your kid was bullying my kid, they're going to be like, yeah, and I'm going to bully you, punk. Get out of my house. You know? <laughs> like, that's not that happens work. all the time. Uh, yeah, exactly. So this company was like, you know what? We've got the solution for you. Uncles. Oh, this sounds bad from the beginning. Hiring uncles. Fake uncles, uncles that like aren't really their uncles. They're like, exactly. They're like a, a bodyguard in disguise as an uncle. Not just any uncle, though. We're talking muscular, tattooed up, you know? Is that a requirement? You have to have muscles. You have to have tattoos. You have to be an uncle. You have, no, you don't have to be, you just have to be able to pretend <laughs> oh, you're like You're just going to be called an right, uncle. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, you do have to be muscular and you do have to have tattoos. We're Tribal talking, tattoos? Sure. Okay. You know, uh, Dwayne Johnson could probably go there, make a killing. Since I'm sure he's really Dwayne struggling. The Rock. Since I'm sure he's really struggling. Uh-huh. But yeah, so here's here's their thing is they're saying you can hire one of our hit uncles to walk your kid to school. All right. And that's that's the that's the base package. Yeah, but first, I mean, you gotta trust your kid to be with this uncle. Listen, he's on a contract. If okay. he does anything, he's fired and then he's ruined, you know. Uh-huh. You can uh, never be an uncle again. <laughs> But uh, So he's walking the kids to school. Right. So the straightforward uncle package is just a man in his 30s or 40s that's just going to walk the kid to and from okay, school. Okay, hold on, hold on. Stop it. Stop. Okay. You started with this story with like advice for me of how to solve my problem with my stalker by hiring a 30 to 40 okay. year old large muscular tattooed man to follow my kids to school. I'm just saying it's an idea. Of, I think you're part of the problem. <laughs> if if I was I've got a guy on Twitter that I'm oh ready gosh. for a hire. I'm just saying if I was gonna stalk somebody and I was like, oh my gosh, that dude is huge, I'd back off immediately. Okay. All right? But okay. I'm not gonna stalk anybody. So All right, anyway, so the uncle's the basic package. The straightforward okay. uncle package, a man in his thirties or forties, tattooed, jacked, and he's gonna walk the student to and from school. And warn bullies off. So be like, you mess with my nephew or niece, whatever. All right, that's the base package. All right, you could. Does he like sit in the it. classroom with them? No, he probably sits in the car and eats nachos. Okay, so they're gonna get beat up in the classroom while he's in the car eating his nachos. Okay, but here's the thing: he's already warned the bullies, so the kid is gonna come out, and if he's like, Uncle, they beat me up, and it'll be like, mm. he's not gonna do anything because he can't hit a kid, but. You know, but here's where that comes. So in. he's just making threats, right? But if you got a little extra empty dough, threats. If you've got a little extra dough, it's not so empty. You got a little, uh, a little gluten in there, a little yeast, make it pop up a little bit. Suddenly the package is a little bigger. All right. Yeah. The evidence package offers an upgrade 
where the uncle will film the bullies in action and then present the oh, findings the to the school. Oh, because the kid couldn't do that with his cell phone. Not, well, he's being beaten up. Hard, right. to, hard to video whenever okay, you're taking Okay, so the uncle's videoing the kid getting beat up. How about calling the police? No, because they're not doing anything. That's the problem, Rebecca. So he films so it. So this muscular, tattooed man is just going to He's just film standing off in the distance <laughs> and filming. <laughs> While this kid's getting beaten up. And then he presents the evidence to the school. And then <laughs> under this deal, he will threaten to make the video public if there's no remedial action. That's the next price up. Well, he's going to post it on social media. Yeah, and then, you know, the school is going to be ruined after that. He's got people. All right. And then there's another package. The chaperone package deploys the more high-profile tactic of visiting the bully's parents at their workplace and publicly shaming them. So this fake. So now uncle, he's going to give empty threats to the parents. Okay, but he's this thirty to forties guy, probably bald with tattoos, and he's jacked, and he's making threats at these people, being like, "Your child, your little brat, is beating up." My nephew, niece, sorry, it's niece, nephews, that's the other contract I'm on. This one's the niece. <laughs> All right? So that's the next package. So now he's taking video of it, presenting the evidence, and going to the parent's workplace. Speaking of which, we don't know how he found the workplace, but he's got connections. And he goes there, and he threatens the parents of the bully. Empty threats, because he can't actually do anything. But you know what? They're threats nonetheless, and he's already like, I got the footage, all right, I'm going to present it. You guys are ruined if you don't get a hold of your little brat. So, so if I hire my very own uncle, mm -hmm. he's going to come to work with me. Mm -hmm. He's going to sit in the car and eat nachos. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to let him know when somebody's being creepy, mm -hmm. and he's going to let them know that if they don't stop being creepy... Okay. He's going to go talk to their parents. All right. Listen, <laughs> but he's strong, Rebecca, and he's threatening looking. Well, at least he looks it. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, see, I see some holes in this plan. But you got to admit, okay, let's say... That this kid is going to get made fun of even no, worse because okay. his parents hired an uncle that's not his real uncle, and he's sitting in the car eating nachos, videotaping <laughs> him getting You're in up. sixth grade. You're a little 11-year-old. And some big jacked guy with tattoos comes over and starts telling you to stop it or else there will be repercussions. And you're going to be like, oh, you want to bet? And then immediately go back to bullying his nephew, air quotation marks, that you don't know are there because he's undercover. Is he really undercover, though? If he's in Japan and he's a big muscular bald guy with tattoos. Um, this is South Korea. So a little... Uh, or South Korea. A little more, you know, uh, obvious. I think yes. Are there... Is South Korea known for their big muscular tattooed uncles? <laughs> They're about to be. <laughs> I'm thinking we should bring this company into America. Might solve the bullying problem we got here. And your stalker issues. Hard to stalk somebody who's got a stalker who's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. Right? There's always bigger fish in the sea. bad plan this is a bad plan. i think it's i think it could work all right i'm thinking about hiring my own i don't even have stalkers I'm just gonna call the police yeah see what they're gonna do lock the doors that would probably work maybe 
But if you had an and uncle, and I'm gonna tell this guy what etiquette, door. what communication etiquette looks like. I don't think it's gonna work. I'm just from my past experience. I don't think saying that's not correct is <laughs> gonna do anything. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give him some etiquette. I will report back next podcast. All right. It's the Nathan and Beck's podcast. We're going to be trying to do this once a week. Once a week. Just an hour. Until you ask for more. Yeah. And then we'll do it still once a week because we have jobs, people. Right. We got responsibilities. Right. So, yeah, once a week, probably, uh, I'm not going to set a specific day or time, but probably Wednesdays around noon. would probably be... uh, Sounds like a plan, Stanley. Stanley. Nathan Beck's podcast, episode one. It was all right. I'm just running out the music at this point. We still got a minute. <laughs> do we have an entire minute? Yeah, we do. We could just end it now, though. <laughs> you know, fade it out. Why would we end it now when you could have like a pointless conversation that just ends <laughs> out the minute of music? Why is the music so long? I didn't think about it. I was like, you know, it's better to have too long of music. It's <laughs> a great example of Nathan enough. planning that. All right, listen. At least I got the music. Wait, how do we start the show? Hey, let's end it by playing like an hour of music. It's like three minutes. <laughs> three minutes is a long time in radio. You can go to the bathroom and come back in that time. You can. I cannot. Okay, that's Also, true. the bathroom is very far down the hall. Good luck. That's all I'm saying. I can do it. <laughs> okay. That is uh, all the time we got, though. It's an Nathan Beck's podcast. We will see you next week, hopefully. Thanks for sticking around listening. Have a great rest of your week. Bye. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.